Good morning and welcome to my podcast. Hope you've all had a wonderful week. I know my week has been extremely busy, but these um, podcasts just in the morning help set the tone for the day. And even though they're busy, they're full of doing work for the Lord. And so I feel energized from this and I hope you um, have something similar that sets your the tone for your day. Um, so let's pray and then we'll read the scripture. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for who you are and how much you love us. I pray, Lord God, that you would just open our heart and our minds to what you have in the scriptures for us today as we continue the journey of, through the life of Paul. I pray, Lord God, as he approaches his death, that we can just lean in and listen to what he's trying to tell us and encourage us, Lord. Uh, We pray that you would just be with us, Holy Spirit, and help us and guide us and help us to listen to you. In your holy name, amen. Acts 24. After five days, Ananias the high priest came down with some elders and a lawyer named Tertullus. These men presented their case against Paul to the governor. When he was called in, Tertullus began to accuse him and said, Since we enjoy great peace because of you and reforms are taking place for the benefit of this nation by your foresight, We gratefully receive them always and in all places, most excellent Felix, with all thankfulness. However, so that I may not burden you any further, I beg you in your graciousness to give us a brief hearing. For we have found this man to be a plague, an agitator among all the Jews throughout the Roman world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to desecrate the temple So we apprehended him and wanted to judge him according to our law. But Lysias, the commander, came and took him from our hands, commanding his accusers to come to you. By examining him yourself, you will be able to discern all these things of which we accuse him. The Jews also joined in the attack, alleging that these things were so. When the governor motioned to him to speak, Paul replied, Because I know you have been been a judge of this nation for many years, I am glad to offer my defense and what concerns me. You are able to determine that it is no more than 12 days since I went up to worship in Jerusalem. And they didn't find me disputing with anyone or causing a disturbance among the crowd, either in the temple complex or in the synagogues or anywhere in the city. Neither can they provide evidence to you of what they now bring against me. But I confess this to you, that according to the way, which they call a sect, so I worship my father's God, believing all the things that are written in the law and in the prophets. And I have hope in God, which these men themselves also accept, that there is going to be a resurrection, both of the righteous and the unrighteous, I always do my best to have a clear conscience toward God and men. After many years, I came to bring charitable gifts and offerings to my nation. And while I was doing this, some Jews from the province of Asia found me ritually purified in the temple, 
without a crowd and without any uproar. It is they who ought to be here before you to bring charges, if they have anything against me. Either let these men here state what wrongdoing they found in me when I stood before the Sanhedrin, or about this one statement I cried out while standing among them, Today I am being judged before you concerning the resurrection of the dead. Since Felix was accurately informed about the way, he adjourned the hearing, saying, When Lysias the commander comes down, I will decide your case. He ordered that the centurion keep Paul under guard, though he could have some freedom, and that he should not prevent any of his friends from serving him. After some days, when Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, he went for Paul and listened to him on the subject of faith in Christ Jesus. Now, as he spoke about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix became afraid and replied, Leave for now, but when I find time, I'll call for you. At the time, he was also hoping that money would be given to him by Paul. For this reason, he sent for him quite often and conversed with him. After two years had passed, Felix received a successor, Portius Festus, and because he wished to do a favor for the Jews, Felix left Paul in prison. Acts 24, 16 says, I always do my best to have a clear conscience toward God and men. In studying this chapter further, I found pastors refer to this chapter as divine confinement. I wanted to share this with you as I have, I have needed to understand this as well. I have five things that I wanted to pull out for this. If you're a Christian, God has purposed divine confinement for your good, for your spiritual growth, and for the blessings of others. I think of this as submitting myself, my ideas, my plans, my motives to the Lord. His way, what Paul talks about to Felix in verse 25, is righteous, self-control, and the judgment to come. I know when I stand before our Lord, I don't want to hear Christian. If you would, would have just stopped trying so hard on your own and embraced me, then I could have used you so much more. So even when some days I get it completely wrong, the Holy Spirit reminds me that if I submit to his way, then so much more good can be done. Number two, you should not necessarily assume that your confinement is punishment for wrongs done or for failures on your part. This wasn't the case with Paul in our text. Paul's confinement followed a brilliant defense and a faithful proclamation of the gospel. Think of what was about to happen to Paul. The Jews wanted to kill him. God used Felix to put him in protective custody. Time number three. Times of confinement are often the opportunity for ministry to others. At least we suppose that Paul's time in that Caesarean prison was a total waste, let me remind you that it was during these two years that Felix continually met with Paul and heard the gospel each time. Number four, times of confinement are sometimes preparation for future ministry. 
God may have been preparing Paul for the hard days to come as he made his way to Rome. Sometimes a period of confinement is necessary to strengthen and deepen our roots. And number five, it may be that we never know in this life what God's purpose were were for our confinement. I think of Job in this regard and those who experience pain and suffering, no matter how hard they try to do the right thing. I hope that you are encouraged by this message. And I know I am. And to look at your life and see in what ways can you submit to the one way that Paul references so that you can experience righteousness and self-control and be harnessed for the good that God has in store for you. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Many, many blessings to you. 